Blog Talk Radio. Man, it is a beautiful morning. It is a beautiful day because it is football season, finally. Um, what everybody's been waiting for, what we've been waiting for. And we want to welcome you to the Sports Bar Podcast, better known as the SBP. Sports talk is our thing, but hip-hop, television, and movies are always on the table. I'm your boy, Prime Source. What's good? Man, you know what it is. It's Sunday. We've been waiting for this jump for eight months, well, seven months, uh, six months and some change. I don't know the days. But we're here, though, bro. We're here, finally. And I am excited, especially to get past Thursday night's game. We're going to pretend that jump didn't even happen and then move on to the actual season. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely uh, pretend like that didn't happen. And I'll be perfectly honest with you, man. Um, I kind of thought the game would somewhat go the way that it did. I mean, it's early in the season. Uh, we got uh, a good defense playing against an offense that's supposedly just find themselves. Um, a lot of times they say, depending on who you listen to, some coaches say the defenses, sometimes say the defenses catch on before the offenses. Some coaches say the offenses catch on before the defenses. But, yeah, that Thursday night game was somewhat uh, – it was forgettable. Man. It was definitely forgettable. 100. But, that jump was not the answer at all. Yeah, but I think we're going to get uh, more than enough. Uh, even if there's a dud or two today, there'll be some games that'll be like, wow, like this is why I love this game, man. But before we get into all that, man, we got to go ahead and address the this A-B situation. Uh, what do you make of this dude, Antonio Brown, man? Because me personally – I'm just tired of seeing the dude on the TV. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was thinking a little while ago, like, when is a day gonna go by? 24 hour span, gonna go by, and I don't see anything about AB, and I don't see that happening anytime soon, especially with him playing with his new team, playing Pittsburgh, his old team, his original team tonight. That means they're gonna talk about him tomorrow. If the Patriots happen to lose, they might talk about them on the back on Tuesday. Then by the time we get to Wednesday, Thursday, it'll be going into a week where he actually might play. So when are we not going to talk about AB for one day? I think this thing was all planned. I, I really do. Like, I think this thing was all planned. I think him and his agent, him and Drew, got together. They was like, look, man, we're going to devise this scheme. I didn't heard some download information. The Patriots will be interested in you. And we just got to get you up out there. And I know Patriot haters especially would love to say there they go with some tampering or something like that. And that could very well come out. I'm not saying it is or it isn't. But I do, I truly believe that he and his agent had this thing set up from the jump. Wow, really? I mean, I guess it's possible. I'm I'm sure it's possible. I'm not really even... I'm, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. But if that's the case, that's that's wild. It, but to me, it was just the Patriots doing what the Patriots do, which is scoop up somebody who's on their uh, have, having issues at the moment and gets released. I mean, it's nothing new. It's what they've done forever, whether it's in the off season or you know this in this route. Usually. It works out for them, but they are willing to take their chance, and they have the 
the organization that can stand the hit if things go bad. It doesn't even matter because they can just release the person and move on with their lives. Tad Ocho Cinco. So, I don't know. I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see how this whole thing how this whole thing uh, plans out, works out. And, uh, yeah, A.B. Is, is with Tom Brady and Josh Gordon and Sonny Michelle and Julian Edelman. And grown by the time we get to the middle of the season. So, hey. <laughs> well, you can call it the, uh, the Patriot way, but then most people would say the Patriot way is winning Super Bowls. But as you mentioned, like mentioning Chad Ochocinco, and, you know, we can go down the line with Corey Dillon and Often Trouble, Randy Moss, and uh, to a different degree, but what they're dealing with Josh Gordon, right now, I mean, I guess that's got to be part of the Patriot way, too. So, I don't think that anybody was, like, shocked or surprised that he ended up a Patriot. I mean, we saw that all across the Sports Bar podcast page on Facebook and, um, you know, all up and down, even before he got released. What if they release him? He ends up with Belichick. You know, what if this? What if that? I just think that the timing of how quick this thing went down is just kind of Peculiar. Maybe, maybe not to the Patriots. Cause the Patriots are going to jump on the opportunity regardless. But it's just yes, like this dude records a video. Was he talking to his grandma or whatever about him finding out he just got released? And when I first saw the video, I had the sound turned down a little bit. I actually thought that was the video of finding out that the Patriots picked him up. But it was actually a video <laughs> of him. He's happy that he's getting released. And I'm like, this dude here, like, off the charts, but like I say, bro, while I do believe the dude has some issues, I think he has a lot of issues, um, I do believe that they knew something before today or before yesterday. I really do. Uh, well, now, I'm sure I'm sure the, the organization that the Patriots saw, I'm sure they had a plan already. As soon as things was going left and Chef was talking about they might end up releasing them or once they void part of the contract or whatever the case was, they have the uh, ability to, to just drop them. So I'm sure the Patriots were already like, you know what? Hey, Tom, how you feel about A.B.? Oh, bring him in? Word. If, he, if something goes left, we just don't cut him. That's, that's it. So I'm sure the Patriots knew what they were going to do once it happened. And if you're A.B., where else would you go? If the Patriots call, you go. That's it. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see them uh, keep him under wraps or attempt to keep him under wraps because, you know, as soon as they start winning, <laughs> especially, mm-hmm. especially even on to the end of the season, say they're going and head to the Super Bowl, you know the tweets are coming about Ben Roethlisberger, about, you know, this is how it feels to have a real quarterback, you know, and, and, and all this stuff. You you know it's coming. He's getting to play with the GOAT now. Um and it's just going to be ridiculous. But you mentioned that offense, bro. Like, this is what we're looking at. They get everybody on the field. You mentioned the weapons in the backfield. You mentioned the receiving core. But just let that sink in. How are folks really going to deal with him, Josh Gordon, and Julian Edelman? Like, it's almost unfair. This is like all Madden level, though. I have a plan. It probably won't work, but maybe it'll help out the next team. Blitz. What are you going to do? All night. 
Ain't that what uh, Yo said? Blitz all night. When Yo when Yo took over the defense in the second half of the championship game, and remember the Titans. Yeah. Blitz all night. Yeah. Well, uh, your only hope is to knock Tom Brady out. That's it. That's it. There is no other answer. Oh, oh, I could say what we used to do, what we used to try to do against the the world's best flag football team in history. It seems like well. Virginia history for real. Uh, the guns, they had weapons everywhere. They had James Rowe, who was an indoor uh, arena league MVP twice. They had Brian Steele, NFL. They had, you know, uh, Smiree. They had weapons everywhere. What did we do? We tried to let them take whatever was underneath, stop it deep, shorten the game, get them in the red zone, and hope for the best. That was pretty much all you could do. Well, good luck to everybody on their schedule. And I just thought about something, man. I just thought about something. Do you realize that your squad and my squad are going to have to deal with this foolishness come one Sunday? It just hit me. You know, I didn't even think about that. But I ain't concerned. I'll take that L. I'll take that L. <laughs> We're just going to mark that one off for now. we just mark that one off for now. You didn't got to listen the week to pay the Eagles. Y'all don't have to listen. You already know what my pick is going to be, <laughs> the Patriots. Well, not to slight your squad, but everybody, their mama going to watch them. We play them because we probably the two most hated. Cowboys and the Patriots are the two most hated teams in the league, probably. Um, you know, unless you're a Patriot fan, unless you're a Cowboy fan, there's no in-between. There's that, none of that. Well, I'm a Cowboy fan, but I kind of like, you know, I watch the Chargers, you know. You know, I'm an Eagles fan, but I think, you know, you know, the Bucks are, whatever. It ain't none of that. So, people going to watch just to watch this game. So, I can't, I don't have the luxury of, like you do with telling folks just not to watch it. Go do something else. Go do yard work. Honey, you know, get the honeydew list done. <laughs> like, I don't have that luxury. So, it, it, it well, is what it is. I mean, I got to think that people going to watch when we play them, too, because we beat them in the Super Bowl. Two Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, there's that. But anyway, just thought I'd throw that in there. Well, the thing, the difference is, it's be a lot of people who ain't Eagles fans going to root for y'all, though. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the difference. They ain't going to be rooting for nobody. You know, when they're going yeah, to right. watch They're just going to watch and just hate on everything. That's just what it is. Everybody. But uh, Everybody get hurt. <laughs> everybody get hurt in the store zero zero. <laughs> so stay tuned for the AB saga, the AB chronicles. There's gonna be more to be written, uh, but it's going. Too bad he can't play the. He can't play the night though. That's the thing. Like too bad they couldn't get this thing done uh, before yesterday, so we could right. see him on the sidelines against his, you know, his his former team. But Man. the downside, the downside to that though, is I hope, I just hope that. This uh, this uh, situation with him joining the Patriots doesn't overshadow tonight's game because you know it's going to get brought up, you know, a lot. Now, he's not really – he can't be officially become part of the team until Monday, so uh, I'm pretty sure there's going to be – I think there's probably some rules or regulations about him being there on the sideline. I'm not sure. So, you're probably – we may not see him at the game, I don't think, or maybe at least not on the sideline. But, yeah, it's just, it's just a shame that uh, – you know, that it couldn't have happened sooner. And then that being said, I just hope it doesn't take away from tonight's game altogether. 
Yeah, agreed. I ain't worried. I ain't too concerned about them because it's gonna be a, a good game. So, and we'll have we have a whole day of football before that. So I think uh, I think we'll have other things on our mind, but I'm sure they'll talk about them enough for everybody. No doubt, Aditi. Shout out to my man Johnny Bollinger in the Sports Bar Podcast group. My bro, what were you thinking? Johnny Bollinger posted in the group in one of the threads that soon as AB got released yesterday, he cut him from his fantasy squad. And I answered it, y'all. He plays in two of my leagues. He plays in two of my leagues. Well, actually, he plays in the SBP-ish league. He plays in our league there. That's the big dog league. And he plays in one of my personal leagues outside the group. But luckily, the second he said that, dog, I went scrambling to the waiver wire trying to see if A.B. was there because I had a feeling I was like, Nobody might not pick him up for, you know, a few weeks or whatever, but somebody give him a shout out to stash him on the bench and I'm ready to use him. But unfortunately, it wasn't, it wasn't our group that he did it in, so I ain't get it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but JB, JB, man, uh, oh, my goodness. I guess I, hopefully his Niners win the day for him. If his Niners win the day, he'll feel a little bit better, so we'll see. But shout out to Johnny uh, Bollinger, man, faithful, longtime Sports Bar podcast member, man. It's one of my dudes right there. So, hey, you ready to get into some picks, bro? Absolutely. All right, so we're gonna do it like this. We're gonna we're gonna also we're gonna pick later in the show after we do these picks, folks. If you listen, stick around because we are going to give our Super Bowl predictions. Uh, but we got about five games or so. We're gonna run through real quick and give you what we think gonna go down here in Week One. Oh, so, Brian, of course, I'm a, yo. Before you get into that, go and drop the drop the. Uh, the website on the people wasn't the website, but the group at full. Well, the group all day long on Facebook, the Sports Bar Podcast. SBP is what we call it. For all your deeds for sports, hip hop, entertainment, we do it all and have a lot of fun. It's one of the biggest parts of my day. One of the first two or three things I do when I get up in the morning, and I'm sure you would love it too. So, uh, come on in. Bring a friend, bring a family member, and let's have some fun with it because we do it all. On Facebook. Is that good? No doubt. No doubt. All right, check it out. Let's start off with, to me, was probably my my second favorite game off top of the day's schedule, and that would be the Falcons and the Vikings, man. And I think this is going to be a real, real good game, man. We got a lot of offensive weapons on both sides, on both teams. Your man's Julio just got that three-year extension for an extra 66 mil in his pocket. So he's going to be mm. out trying to do some things, man. And it's a lot of flavor on both sides of this. And this game could be one of the best of the day when it's all said and done. Yes, indeed. This is a good one. Well, we know Atlanta's normally – not the best team on the road, but new season, new money, <laughs> maybe a new outcome. I don't know. Uh, we still got the regulars, Matt Ryan and uh, Julio, as always. Uh, your man's Calvin Ridley. What do you think about Calvin Ridley? Is he ready to to take that role for real, for real, this season as the uh, the best second receiver in the league? I don't know about being the best second receiver in the league because I can think of a couple of other squads that have uh, some good – I expect to have good uh, second receivers, one of them being the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
You know how I feel about Chris Godwin. Um, right. You know, and there's a couple of other teams, but and I, but I think Ridley can really get it done. He's got to play better on the road, man. He was far more effective at home last season. But I expect big things from him. I think they could form a very, very dangerous tandem uh, over there um, in Atlanta. Actually, uh, some would, would argue the second best or the best second receiver in the league is on the other side today. Uh, is I don't even know if Stephon D- I mean, Thielen is number one, yeah. in my opinion. But is Diggs even playing? I saw he was questionable. Yeah. Uh, I got well, to think he's playing. I saw something a little while ago that said that he's expected to play. So that was the last Okay. Report. Well, it's my man, Kirk Cousins. I still believe in you, Kirk. I don't care what Jerron <laughs> didn't say. Kirk Cousins <laughs> back in the building. Uh, and he at the crib. This game is going to be a shootout. I don't care. I don't care if the offense is – and, oh, and earlier you were saying offenses versus defenses. I believe that defenses are uh, ready before offenses, you know, start to click through okay. offenses early in the season. But today I, agree. Uh, I think it might be a little different just because these two offenses are already what they are. They were already what they were last year. And as long as the quarterback is, is uh, himself – I think we're gonna see numbers. So I'm just telling you now, Prime. I, I got a big, big score for this one. Ooh. Possibly the highest scoring game in the day. I'm going 30 to 26 with the <laughs> Minnesota Vikings on top. Yo, this is crazy. Um, I no, agree no, with this, but everything. You better not say no 30 to 26. <laughs> My score is 30 to 27. The Minnesota Vikings. Yep, 30 to 27. I got it right here. I think Minnesota wins this game. And I think, not that I think Atlanta doesn't have a defense, because they actually played, you know, better defense the past season, too, than they had in previous years when they had little Mm old. They tend to get a little soft up the middle. And I think this is the opportunity for Dalvin Cook to hopefully stay on the field. Uh, But I. you know, break off a big run or two. But I agree with you. Those receivers are deadly, man. If we look at that combo of Thielen, um, you know, Thielen and Diggs, uh, could be something special. I think Captain Kirk has a chance to really light it up today. Maybe a couple of scores uh, on our deep passes. Maybe a dump off to Dalvin Cook getting up the field. Matter of fact, if he does that, think about me because Prime City. And, um, yeah, I, you know, I think it's going to be a good one. But I'm rolling with you on this one. I got the Vikings. Uh, thirty to twenty-seven. Wow! Let's move on. They're gonna think we colluding. They're gonna think we colluding. <laughs> Next up would be your boys. Your boys playing to see uh, the Eagles and the Washington Redskins today. Your boy Carson Wentz is back. Y'all done gave uh, what your boy Jeffrey. You know, y'all done fed in his pockets a little bit, and um, look like y'all might be ready to go, man. People, people got aspirations for y'all, man. How y'all looking? How y'all gonna look today? Well, Prime. Until Thursday night, I would have been one to say, well, first of all, you can't overlook anybody in game one ever, especially not when it's a, you know, a rival or division rival. But I still would have been like, we're going to drag Washington. Like, I, I, I mean, there's no question in my mind. After watching Thursday night's fiasco, I'm like, Lord, you can't believe anything these days. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Uh, Carson Wentz back, and I 
I'm not going to put too much pressure on the guy out the gate, but I think he'll be fine uh, this season. Jordan Howard can get his chance to rock that that Kelly Green or whatever the birds are wearing today with Jeffrey and, and Jackson back in the fold. Zach Ertz, Lord, that hurts. That's what we going to do. Uh, yeah, I said all that uh, in the beginning just to, just to put it out there, but the fact remains Washington is trash. I don't care what nobody say. My man Jerry Miller from the SBP <laughs> said, don't sleep over Washington. I understand, like I said, it's game one and all that, but if this game is close, I would be highly disappointed. Yeah, Washington fans, look, we, we love all all members of the Sports Bar podcast, but I don't want to see no Washington fans coming with that smoke at all this year because y'all, y'all become a lot of smoke in the group, man. And I got love for all y'all, but, man, y'all be coming with a lot of smoke. And y'all, I mean, and y'all ain't got nothing. Like, so, look at today's matchup. Y'all might get dragged. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Y'all might get dragged. But I, I did tell, like, Source, I told you when we did our NFC East preview that I do believe that the Washington Redskins defense is going to be really good this year. Now, we're not going to be able to see week to week because I think that, the inefficiency of the offense is going to continue to put that defense on the field. So some games mm-hmm. will look a little, you know, a little probably a little worse than they really are, especially if you didn't see the game. But so right. I expect them possibly to hang around a little bit today uh, with Philly, just a little bit to be in the game. I wouldn't be surprised if um, in the third quarter they're still in it. I mean, Philly leading, but, you, you know, they're still in it. Possibly, maybe even going into the fourth quarter, but – um, that's just on the strength of the defense. The O ain't going nowhere. It ain't doing nothing. Um, I'm just going out the box. I'm going to put you guys down 27-13. I think uh, you guys have a good day while you figure out who you – let me ask you, who is the running back going to be? Like, are y'all going to settle on one running back, or y'all just going to split that thing up with Sanders and Howard and Sproles? What do you think y'all going to do? Well – I think whoever is needed at the moment is who is going to be in the game. I'll, uh, two seasons ago and last, well, two seasons ago for the Eagles and last season for the Patriots with their three backs. I don't think it'll be a problem. Maybe, maybe it'll be too much at some time and, and somebody will be like, yo, I need some more work. But I think as far as the team is concerned, uh, we'll be fine. And I think Howard will get the majority of the touches, especially early in the season. I'm going with the birds, and I'm I'm going with a big number, 34-16, because Washington's trash. And Washington's trash. And if we need to come back to this podcast uh, and and review this (laughs) statement, Washington is trash, after the game, I'll, I'll be available in the evening. If anybody needs me, find me on the SBP page uh, if you got something to see. And the Washington fans will be looking for you this week, Source. Big Moses Kaiser. Gerard. Yeah, Dorian. Dorian Brown. Oh, man. It's going to be lit on the page. The people say y'all was trash. I mean, I said it too. I just ain't say it as loud. But anyway, uh, (laughs) next up. SVP, y'all. Next up, I'm going to go ahead and lead into my favorite game of the day. Do you have any idea what that game is? 
Uh, does it involve the Jacksonville, uh, the the San? Mm, I'm gonna guess it's the Cowboys. Well, no, I, I didn't say my favorite team or the greatest team in any sports franchise ever in the history of sports. Now, I, I didn't say that. Uh, no, that's not my oh, favorite Lord. game of the day. My favorite really? game of the day would be the. Nah, it's not my favorite game of the day. My favorite game of the day would be the Texans and the Saints. That will be A1 on my list. Come on, man. You got the dude, Deshaun Watson. You got Hall of Famer Drew Brees will be on the other side. So we got the old cat and the young cat with the master, and maybe uh, one of the masters, I should say, the grasshopper. Like, this game has all types of uh, intriguing things to it. First thing I want to look at, though, and I've been thinking hard about this when I was trying to pick who I thought was going to win it, win it was what is – the Texans, or what are the Texans really going to do with their running game? Um, as we, you know, do we expect to see Duke Johnson getting a bunch of carries? Like, because he's not a big guy. I think, you know, he's going to be real exciting on uh, second and third down for him, but he's not a big guy. So, what do they bring? with Carlos Over, Big Hyde Over. How many times mm-hmm. did he touch the ball? Um, but this is going to be a real interesting game for me. And I'm going to tell you the main reason. Because when I first saw this game, like, off top, I was like, man, the Saints winning this thing, man. Like, the Texans are coming. The Texans are building something very good, very special over there. But come on, dude, this is Saints. Then I sit there and thought about how bad the Saints have been in the opening games. Do you realize that they've lost their season open of five straight years? Word? Good Lord. Yes. (laughs) And let me ask you this. Do you realize that the first four years of that stretch, they lost their second game too? Oh yeah, well I, I guess I should <laughs> kind of remember the fact that they've had some rough starts in recent history. Yeah. But yeah, I would have never thought about it in those terms as it being consecutive. Yeah. So they don't they don't do too good. They they notoriously start slow, then they get that thing going late. So I had a lot of feelings in picking this game. I was like, well, I think overall this could be a, a team that can make a deep run into the playoffs and possibly the Super Bowl, but they just don't start well. Um, one thing I am excited about, though, I want to see their secondary get tested. And Deshaun Watson, you know, he got D-Hop over there. He's got healthy Will Fuller, who all he does is catch touchdowns. He don't want to do nothing now. And then they have the most intriguing thing for me, as I mentioned to you before, is Kenny Steels. Steels is really going to get a chance to play in a decent offense. And say what you want to about Steels' career to this point. You put him in an offense like this where he doesn't have to be the guy. In this case right now, he doesn't even really have to be the number two. And he could be that third guy. I wouldn't be surprised at any, any point either today or the next coming week saying this guy having a quick two-touchdown game. Um, but I think a lot of points. You're talking about points that are going to be scored in that Falcons and Vikings game. I think we got a chance to see a lot of points in this particular game. So I'm just going to jump right to it on my end, but you can tell me what you think. But I'm going, I'm going straight off the bat that the Texans are going to win this game 35-31. And the Saints continue what? their slump. Yeah, the Saints continue their slump. To start the season, yeah, they coming. Hey, wow, Prime, that was that was heavy right there. Uh, yeah. The only difference between this season 
and the last five seasons is there was no other season where the Saints fans cried for a whole off season saying <laughs> we should have been in the Super Bowl, but we're not, and I blame it on the refs. And I'm not going to pay no attention to that first down pass that was incomplete and stopped the clock and actually set up the fact that the ref thing had to happen. Anyway, but I think that's the difference. (laughs) That's the difference. (laughs) The Saints are going to be on a mission. That is why I have them going 13-3 and this season. They're going to be on a mission. I'm not saying they're going to drag – uh, the Texans, but I do think that the loss of Jadavian Clowney might have a little effect on the squad overall. The loss of Lamar Miller might have a little effect on the squad overall, and I think they're going to start out a little slower. Um, I'm going to go with the Saints 28 and the Texans 18. Yes. 18 is the number. So, oh, 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 oh. so you ain't that you won't take nobody getting 30 points in this game? Nope. Nobody getting 30. You know how the Saints tend to tend to act a little funny sometimes and you'd be like, how did the Saints only score 14 points against blah blah blah? You know, yeah, it might be a little bit of that. It might not be able to run it up like uh like uh <laughs> one would expect from the Saints team that I pick at thirteen to three. But I do have them getting a dub. Uh, handling business, a lot of Alvis Mar, and uh, we'll see him between the tackles a little more, and maybe, maybe we'll see what difference that makes on the squad overall. Yeah, they do act a little funny sometimes. Like the games, you think they're gonna put up a lot of points, they don't. Um, you know, it might be a game or two you think they might struggle on. They put up points. The Saints are kind of funny, man. They kind of like, they kind of like that uh, that girl you was dating. And you don't know which way it's going. Like, you know, are we going back to my place tonight? Um, you going home after we eat? You know, like, you never know what's going to happen. So, that, that that's the Saints right there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Tomorrow, you, always got a, like, you always got a girl reference to go with something. <laughs> a girl you used to date. How many girls did you date that caused you these issues? Hey, that's another podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, if, hey, look. If, if we went down that road, we'd never get off the uh, this podcast today. Uh, you you had to do this. You have to do this podcast with a uh, with a Bluetooth or something to hear while you rapping. So we <laughs> we'd be willing to the four o'clock. We'd be willing to the four o'clock late by then. But yeah. Wow. So it, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, so the Giants and the Cowboys. The Giants taking on the world, the world's greatest football team ever the world's best-dressed football team, and a team that's got Ezekiel Elliott back in the fold. Now, depending on who you listen to, he's going to be on a snap count. He's not going to be on a snap count. They want him to be on there for 20 to 25 plays, but then they want him to get 20 to 25 touches. We don't know what we're going to get for Zeke. I think we see Zeke as much as the Cowboys need him to be in the game, and definitely early. They're going to definitely need to be in the game. But it is what it is. What you think about this? First of all, Prime, we are not going to go any further into this podcast without pointing out the fact that your Freudian slip just happened to be you referencing 
the cowboys as the girls, which a lot of people tend to do. They call them the cowgirls and all that and the book oh, back now and all that type stuff. I'm just saying that's what you said. You said it. I didn't say it. I'm just well, saying that's what you said it, Prime. Don't don't you just have to go back and listen another time. But you said it. I know you didn't mean to, but it came out Freudian slip. I will accept it oh, as boy. what you meant, deep down inside. Anyway, uh Jack Prescott. <laughs> all right, so I actually I'm I'm not even gonna give Jack Prescott a hard a hard time. I think he'll be fine today. Just knowing that if things go left, there's always Zeke standing on the sideline over there like, hey, I, I can play sometimes. Y'all let me out there a little bit. Your man's, <laughs> your man's, what's, what's your man's name? What's your backup running back name that everybody is hyped up? Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. Everybody and their mama thinks that Tony Pollard will be fine and and uh, get a lot of touches and all that. Well, you going to get a lot of touches today. So we're going to start off with a little bit of that Tony Pollard has to not kill Zeke in game one as he is fresh off the uh, beaches of Mexico. Uh, but, you know, it's the Giants. So if you can manage to contain Saquon Barkley, hold him to three big runs instead of 17, it'll be just a, another day, just another day for Dallas. We still expect Dallas to be good this season. I'm going with the Cowboys 26 and the Giants 10. 10. You know what? Make it 13. But just because <clears throat> Saquon might break off another jump and they kick a field goal again, so I'll give him that 26-13. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I think it's a couple of interesting things to watch in this game, and both of them involve actually the tight ends. Um, if you go back to the game last year towards the uh, end of the season when the Cowboys and, and the Giants played, the Giants could not contain young Blake Jarwin. I mean, he went ham on them, uh, getting behind the secondary, uh, you know, beasting out on the safeties. And not that I expect him to be on the field for as many snaps as he was in that game because Jason Whitten is back. But I do believe there's a possibility of at least one tight end touchdown for the Dallas Cowboys in this one. But if you flip the script, you and I both talked about Evan Ingram um, a number of times and just how good he could be if he could just ever put a full season together. Um, but if he gets matched up on Jeff Heath and the Dallas Cowboys, that could be problems for the Cowboys. That that could be the, the difference between a, um, you know, a 7- to 10-point game. I think this game is going to be a little bit closer than what people think. And my main thing is, first of all, traditionally the Giants and the Cowboys play tough games at the beginning of the season, no matter how their fortunes end up panning out. But all these you go back to just about all of these games that they've played in the past, what, seven, eight years where they played week one, they usually end up being pretty good um, by the fourth quarter. Number two, it is still early. Uh, the Cowboys don't always light it up. Um, now, I got to have a little faith, in, you know, in the new offensive coordinator. Um, he's doing some things differently, so maybe they can get out to a fast start. But I actually think this game is going to be a little bit closer than people think. Uh, but – yeah, I'm still riding with my Dallas Cowboys. I see Dallas Cowboys going to win this game 26-20. Okay. Sounds legit. I don't know and how the Giants going to score 20 points. Like, but, you know, hey. Well, <laughs> I, I just told you. Well, I, I, I agree. I don't know who your boy going to be throwing the ball to other than Ingram, right? But, <laughs> but 
still, just the threat of Saquon alone, uh, I expect him to get him the ball out on the uh, out on the outside, uh, on the perimeter on some passes. I mean, Saquon does it all. And I expect that he'll be able to uh, to make enough plays to get them in position um, to maybe score a couple of touchdowns. Like I said, they'll be the slip-up. Evan Ingram will probably burn them for at least one. We'll probably burn the secondary for at least one. And not that the secondary is bad. I actually like the secondary. Byron Jones is not starting today. I don't even know if he's going to play our Pro Bowl corner. Um, but that matchup with Jeff Heath, if they get a tight end, or oh, oh, even a slot receiver on Jeff Heath, it could be trouble. All right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I think the Giants play my Cowboys a little bit tougher this time, and they beat the you know the Cowboys uh, beat the brakes off when we play them the second time in the season. We have it together by then. All right. Uh, All right. So that leads us to the Steelers and the Pats game that we've uh, briefly touched on earlier when we were talking about the AB saga, and you're looking at two teams that are used to winning championships. One team has won way more recently than the other team. Um, and an interesting matchup. I don't, I, you know, when I saw that this was the, you know, the night game, wasn't surprised. You expect to see something like this on the first game of the season. Yeah, man, it's going down. I'm yelling timber. It's uh, the Patriots. I would love to see this game in week nine, week thirteen, but we get it for week one. So hey, you know, I ain't gonna complain. I ain't gonna complain. We already know what to expect. On the home team side, it's business as usual. It will be Gronk free, but it doesn't really matter. They won a Super Bowl without Gronk, so you know, hey, it's it's nothing new to the goat and uh, the others. <laughs> I don't know what to call them, the goat and the others. So the Pittsburgh thing, like we got Juju stepping into that number one receiver spot. Although he did pretty much handle the number one receiver spot, one, when A.B. wasn't there last season, and two, I mean, I guess he was he was the guy. He was really the guy a lot of the season last year. So there's that. Um, it's more more of who handles that, that number two spot as a receiver and picks up mm-hmm. that slack because you, you had A.B. and Juju last year. So what happens this year? Of course, we expect Connor to come back and uh, hopefully play as he did early in the season uh, last year when he was getting down and making people forget Le'Veon Bell for a moment. Uh, Roethlisberger, you know, Ben's going to be Ben. He's going to have some crazy turnovers during the season. But he's going to have some big plays and amazing numbers as well. As long as he can stay upright, that's going to be the key. And it's going to be a good one, man. It's going to be a good one. It's, I honestly, like, clearly I'm picking the Patriots just because I'm me. Yeah. The first game of the season, and you know how I feel about the Patriots. But I don't know about this score, though. I have, like, no clue what the score is going to be. So, I think uh, I think I'm gonna go ahead and go with 26. Nope, that's too many 26s in one day. 24 to 20, 24 20 Patriots over Steelers. Yeah, I think this game go either way. Um, 
and you and I feel the same way about the Patriots. You and I had differed just a tad bit during our previews about the Steelers. Um, you expect the Steelers to definitely be a force. I expect them to be good, but could possibly be on that borderline for a wild card. But I do like James Conner. I've always been a James Conner fan, and he averaged about 18 touches last season. I suspect we'll get a a decent workload from him tonight. Although I am curious on how they handle him and who will back him up. You know, will it be Jalen Samuels again? Um, will it be the young rookie? Uh, was it Benny Snell? Um, it's be interesting to see how they handle James Conner's touches because they got to have him on the field this year. That second receiver slot, and you you was dead on with that. A lot of people thought that uh, James Washington was going to snag it, but uh, former coach Dante Moncrief has been more impressive um, in the offseason. So, but they give some three guys that can possibly help take up the slack of missing an A.B. because Juju going to get his. Um, but believe it or not, I, I'm, I'm calling the upset tonight. I, even though I have my reservations on the Steelers, um, I got the Steelers, you know, getting a hot start at least. I have them going in winning a close one. I'm talking a field goal game, and I, and I know a lot of my scores have kind of been right in the same area, but that's just how I feel about these matchups. So um, a very familiar, I would say, 27-ish, or 27-24 game, maybe a field goal decides this one um, late. Uh, we've seen that lots of times in uh, these particular matchups probably over the past eight to ten years. But I'm going to ride with the Steelers today. I, I'm definitely going to ride with the Steelers today. Um you know, they come out, they get the win, and then after that, New England probably runs off the next five or six in a row. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to ride with the Steelers, Big Ben and Steelers, at least for this one week with the upset over the New England Patriots. Wow, that's big. That's big. I can't believe it, Prime. Normally, our picks are pretty pretty similar. We've actually got uh, two out of the five different. Yeah, we do. We do. It's going to be interesting, but a nice slate. So those are the games we talked about picking. But I do want to ask you before we peel out of here: What is is there any one game we didn't mention or any one thing that you are looking most forward to in Week One? Is there anything that's been on your mind? Um, player, team, game, whatever. You know what's on my mind, Prime? The what's fact that? that there are. Six people in the FanDuel League that have not entered the week one contest. Come on, man. That's what's on Come my on, mind. Man. What is going on, man? Six people? Like, it's week one. Don't make me kick out six people and add six new people after one week. I don't I don't, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You know I love <laughs> it. But I will. Because we have people waiting in the wings who are mad that they can't get into week one. And y'all out here not even entering. What is going Messing on? with my money. Yeah, hey, how am I supposed to win forty five? Was it forty five dollars? I don't know what it is. Forty five. How am I supposed to win forty five dollars if only fourteen people enter? That means I'm be down to like twenty six dollars, and I can't have that. Yeah, they messing with my money, man. Because I want to go on a full move like last year, where somewhere within the first five weeks of the season, I can possibly win enough money to pay my fan dual bill, bill for the group for the whole year. And just keep it out of the way and just sit there. <laughs> so I ain't got to just add nothing to it. So y'all people yep. in the SBP, the Sports Bar Podcast Facebook group, holding up these fan dudes slots, I need y'all to get with it. 
Get the Eggo waffles out the way this morning. Get the scrambled eggs and the hash browns out the way this morning. And get up in this contest of stuff aside. Somebody else can get it. For sure. Hey, bro. The one thing I want to see, though, and I will be watching, it's on my mind, is I want to see if Jalen Ramsey is going to shadow Tyreek Hill today. That's what I want to see. Hmm. I, I read early, I guess that was even even a week ago, maybe more than a week ago, that that was going to be the case. He would be shadowing uh, Hill today. So that is a story in itself. Uh, he did it. Did he follow him last year? I think he followed him last year. And he was on him a lot. I remember. Yeah. I think I can't remember for sure, but I feel like I feel like Hill had no more than four catches. I really think it was two catches, but one catch was like a, a nice catch where Ramsey was right in the area. Uh, right. And yeah. it was a lower scoring game for Kansas City, even though they did end up winning, obviously, because they won pretty much every week. Uh, so that'll be fun. It. I, I really, we didn't talk about it, but I don't expect a whole. I don't expect thirty from from the uh, from the Chiefs today. I don't expect thirty mm. from the Chiefs, so that'll be 28? interesting. I think that Jacksonville defense will give them a hard time to start out the season. Not that the game will be close, but I, you know, the add, the addition of Nick Foles on the other side, I think that game's gonna be interesting as well. All right, and we can't forget this um, to end it all. Super Bowl. I know we're a long way oh, yeah. off. It's week one, but we always do it early. Then later on, we kind of adjust. But I broke mine down like this. Um, well, first of all, do you have who you believe will be the two AFC participants in the AFC championship game? Yes, I do, actually. What you got? Oh, it's going to look real familiar. Real mm. familiar. Uh as in the same as last year, the New England Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs once again vying for that uh, AFC Super Bowl spot. Yeah, I had, I'll be honest with you, until yesterday, my, believe it or not, my AFC championship game. Don't you, was the Houston, Brian, don't you even, no, don't you even act no, like you didn't have the Patriots involved. I didn't. Before yesterday, I didn't. Before this A-B situation went down, I did not have the New England Patriots in the AFC Championship. I had them getting beat in the, just before then. I, I honestly did. Shockingly enough, my, my team, well, this is not shocking. One of them was the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, that's no secret. You knew I was going there. The other one, yep. believe it or not, was a team that we previewed early in this podcast. It was the Houston Texans. I had the Houston Texans in the AFC Championship. But the Brown, the AB News changed all of that. (laughs) All of that. Man, come on. Edelman, Gordon, and Brown, my my favorite law firm. Like, come on. Treat somebody. So, yeah, I got a rematch of them and the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I'm in the uh, AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. And, and and as much as I should, and as much as people going to call me stupid, is all outdoors, even after yesterday's news, I'm not going to change my pick. Out of the AFC, I still got the Kansas City Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. 
Hey, there's, there's nothing stupid about that at all, Prime. Nothing stupid about that at all. Now, you know, for the last 72 years, I have gone with the Patriots. Until last year, when, when I decided to get cute, even though I knew better, because <laughs> I've been saying for years, until Tom Brady calls it quits, I'm picking the Patriots in the Super Bowl every year. I don't care about anything else. I tried to get tried to get funny with the money uh, last season. What worked out for me at the end of the season was we had the uh, the Super Bowl contest, uh, with a playoff oh, yeah. contest that we did, January Madness, and uh, I think I won that joint. But anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. The point is, <laughs> I'm going back with the Patriots as I always should. The New England Patriots are my AFC contender in the Super Bowl. All right, who you got in the NFC Championship game? NFC Championship game. Well, I've hyped them up so far this uh, this preseason, and as we get into the season, I already mentioned that they are the only team I have winning more than 12 games this regular right. season, and they, you know, they're a little mad. They're a little mad after last season's ending. <laughs> Although it's partially their own fault, but anyway, I won't go back into that. Still, uh, there we go. I have the New Orleans Saints in the NFC Championship game against. Yeah, I'm not a homer, but I'm going with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles oh, as the, uh, oh, the other boy. team. Yeah, you know oh. Carson Wentz is back in MVP MVP form once again. And it's going down in Philly. Meek Mill will be out there. Uh, and then Lil Wayne will make a song, even though he like Green Bay. But that ain't the point. He just going to represent the city. And it's going down. Oh, boy. Well, I ain't no big Meek oh, fan. Hold on, Prime. Hold on, Prime. Uh-huh. And yeah. Alshon Jeffrey ain't going to drop the pass to, uh, <laughs> you know. Anyway, go ahead. You can do your thing. Who you got? Meek. Meek Mill is all right. He got a couple of joints that I like, but I ain't no big Meek Mill fan. So I, I don't know. He might be at the game, but I, I I don't see Philly being at the game. Let's put it that way. Look, yeah, it, it, I don't see it going down. My, my my NFC Championship participants, one is the New Orleans Saints. Tell them why you mad, son, or they going to be plenty mad. Uh, <laughs> Sean Page is going to have something for them peoples, man. He's going to let them rob them again. I don't think. But the NFC was hard for me, the other squad, because I jumped around. I even dabbled with the possibility when people sleeping on Seattle, because you know how Russell Wilson does when he get in the playoffs and he get locked in. I, they might can make a little run. But mm. I looked it over, looked it over, looked it over. And neither of us have, neither one of us have the Rams making it. I don't have the Rams going to the Super Bowl, the, the, the NFC Championship game. Okay. The teams that will be on the other side of the Saints, their quarterback is one of the most scrutinized quarterbacks we have in the Sports Bar podcast. If not the most scrutinized quarterback. You briefly talked about him earlier. He what? somewhat redeems himself this year. Now, he ain't going to redeem it. <laughs> like, I don't know if he'll get no ring, but I'm talking about Captain Kirk in the Minnesota Vikings. Wow. If they can stay healthy, I'm with, with, with that receiving core. If they can keep, if they can stay healthy and they can keep 
Lord, if they can keep Dalvin Cook on the field. Even though I do like young Alexander Madison behind him. I do like I do like Madison. I think he can really do something. I got the Minnesota Vikings and that defense. Getting them over the hump and facing the New Orleans Saints in the NFC Championship game. Mm. And the winner to go on and face the Kansas City Chiefs would be the, the New Orleans Saints. Facts. The, the winner to go on and face the New England Patriots is the New Orleans Saints. Agreed. So we are on the <laughs> same page. <laughs> We're on the same page for three out of the four championship contenders. And one out of the two Super Bowl participants. Who wins the Super Bowl? I really got to call this right now. I don't want to call it, Brian. <laughs> I don't want to call it. But I'm going with the New England Patriots anyway. The New England Patriots <laughs> win it all. <laughs> Write it down. Take a picture. I don't give a beep. Look, let's be honest, man. Let's be honest. I know you don't really dabble in the video games no more, but if you were still playing Madden, at this point, you'd probably be running uh, New England more than you run Philly, wouldn't you? Listen, Prime, I'm not that guy. I'm not. <laughs> they loyal to the Eagles. Even when Michael Vick was on the cover and running circles around people, now, I won't lie, if somebody made me not play without, with the Eagles, they just because I was great. I mean, I, you know, I, not to not to toot my own horn, but I was I was pretty good at the Madden game. Like I used to be ranked oh, in the, uh, on the on the online joint, and you know, and win tournaments oh, yeah. in the city, blah blah blah. Uh, yeah, I, I but, did my thing. Yeah. But if I had to, if I had to go with the team, you know, I probably I probably wouldn't go with. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, I probably wouldn't go with uh, New England. But this show would be a, a good time if I did. Because uh, <laughs> the ball can go wherever. <laughs> I think you hey, you'd be able to get the rock and just throw that joint. Just pick a pick a box, pick a triangle, pick an X, pick a pick a circle. You pick whatever. It don't matter. Somebody open. Ain't nothing wrong with playing with another squad on Madden. Man, you know I'm a die cowboy, but and always has been. But I I ball with the Bucks back in the days to tear people's heads off with the Bucks. You know, I show Kansas City and the Chargers a lot of love nowadays. So it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting, man. But you're wrong. <laughs> the new GOAT, and only his, really his third season, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes will get a Super Bowl ring this year. Kansas City Chiefs won it, bro. Mm-hmm. And and when the game and when it's and when it's over with, the fat man Andy Reid can have all the Golden Corral, all the Waffle House he wants. Cause that's how it's going. <laughs> he will be at the buffet directly after the Super Bowl. All on Facebook, all on Twitter, Instagram, doing his thing because he deserves it. But I know it's questions about that defense, but they'll get it just enough together to win some shootouts in the playoffs. But I got the Kansas City Chiefs. Over the New Orleans Saints in one of the most entertaining Super Bowls we've ever seen, and uh, it won't dampen Drew Brees' legacy. He's going to the Hall of Fame regardless. But you know, my man Mahomes about to make that march. Okay, I am not mad at that pick at all. If I had to pick a top three, I definitely would have the Kansas City Chiefs as one of the, my top three. 
And I want to apologize to one of my favorite dudes in the group, Cesar Gonzalez, because I know him being in that uh, over in that AFC West, he'd be tripping when I be talking about my home so much and not Phillip Rivers. But I mean, you can't hate, bro. You can't hate. You, you got to give Mahomes his due, man. The dude is like fantastic. Matter of fact, at one o'clock here, wherever bar my son and I had today, I got to be sitting so I can watch my man Mahomes operate. I got to see that. So it is what it is. All right, that's all I got, man. You got anything else? Or anything you want to leave the people before we peel out? Thank you. The group, Ask Me The Source on Twitter and Instagram. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me fill my throat like DJ Cool one time. And, uh, yeah, excited for the day, man. Even though I'm going to miss most of the action, I'll catch it all this evening when I get to the crib. No doubt. Now I'm your boy Prime. You can always catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Prime SBK. SBK stands for Sports Bar Kingpin. And I will be coming to a sports bar near you here in just a few hours for all the actions. So if you see me, all good. Speak to me. Buy me a beer because you should. But until True. next week, we up out of here. SBP, y'all. Peace. Yeah.